1: Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible pen and paper handy and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today.
0: We all struggle with spending time in God's presence because we're always in a rush we're always in a rush. We come to church in a rush. Hurry up to get here. Then when you sit down 50 minutes later, you want to hurry up and leave. No wonder your mind is messed up. You, don't, you can't sit still in God's house. You live in the go mode. You just got to go. You got the jitterbugs You go and you go and you go and you go and you go. And you keep your personal schedules so crammed to capacity that you can't even think. Some of you think to be busy is to be spiritual. And just because you're busy does not necessarily mean you are spiritual. Matter of fact, busyness can get in the way of your spirituality. Uh, One of our New Year's commitments should be to pray, slow me down, Lord. God shouldn't have to put you on your sick bed to slow you down. God shouldn't have to do something catastrophic to you to slow you down. You ought to have enough spiritual sense by now to know that unless you slow down, if you don't take a break, you will break. Psalms 46, 10A says, be still. What what you, that that's a message right there? Be still. When are you gonna be still? Some of you need to you need to practice being still. Resist. All the impulses to move when you try to be still and know that I'm God. You can't know God the way you want to know him unless you still yourself in his presence. Sadly, many have allowed this world system to cause them to become too hyperactive. We are in a hyperactive hyperactive society. And now many people need medication just to slow themselves down. Medicine to get up, medicine to go to sleep. Parents, some of you drive your children to be so busy that they get bored when you attempt to slow them down when you try to have teachable moments with them. Parents, are we doing a, a, a disservice to our children when we put them in a time-out chair rather than having intentional moments where you teach your children how to value being still? Without any form of entertainment, and it's not a punishment. Little Johnny, I want you to sit in this chair and I just want you to think and reflect and think about what you did yesterday, what, what you did this for today, what you're gonna plan to do tomorrow, um, how can God use you better, and give them some things to just think about. Just sit here. You're not, you're not under punishment. You're not under punishment. I, I just wanna teach you how to be still and learn to think without all of the attachments. If the truth be told, we all need time out and we all need to be in a time out (laughs) chair just to be still and spend quality time in the presence of God and allow him to speak to us. Also, as you become intentional about drawing near the Savior this year, the Lord will rest you because there's an inner longing in your heart for God to rest you. I love that passage in Exodus 33, 14, which says, and he said, my presence will go with you. And look at this. I love this part. And I will give you rest. Oh, you can, you can go to a massage parlor and get a good massage and get up and be just as anxious and crazy as you can be. <laughs> oh, you had a good one and you spent $200, but you restless. There's no rest like God's divine rest. God's rest is a spiritual, refreshing rest. A prayer you can pray is, God, will you please rest me more this year? And you know, anytime you try to rest yourself, then you got to refuse to allow people not to disturb your rest because you have some rest disturbance. They're not resting and they're not going to let you rest. (laughs) Number three. Believers guard their minds when they refuse to saturate it with bad news. You cannot minister to your mind while saturating your minds with bad news. Psalms 112 verses 6 and 7 says, For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. Some of y'all, you hear bad news. Oh, what are we going to do? What is the world coming to? Did you hear that? You call 15 people. Did you hear that on television? Did you see that on television? Wasn't that horrible? Why are you calling 15 folk to tell them bad news? He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm. Trusting in the Lord. Some people, as well as believers, are obsessed with bad news, even though they know it's not good for them, they still go to it. They keep rehearing. The same bad news over and over, which is so draining on their mind, which is so draining on their soul and spirit, it ultimately drags them down into depression and literally wipes them out emotionally. For heaven's sake, get in the good news of your Bible and begin to live again. A spiritually mature believer is so focused and enveloped by the good news of the gospel that the bad news does not overtake their mind because they are spiritually insulated. The good news spiritually insulate you. The good news spiritually fortifies you by the scriptures, which helps your heart to remain firm, trusting in the Lord. Ministering to your mind. Number four, many believers do not possess the mind of Christ because of having too many competing voices speaking into their lives. Many believers do not possess the mind of Christ because of having too many competing voices speaking into their lives. Psalms eighty-one, thirteen, a says, oh, that my people would listen to me. I like that. Did you hear that? Uh, The psalmist says, oh, (laughs) that my people, not the world, not the world, not secular people, oh, that my people would listen to me. This is, if you listen to God more, he reduces your blood pressure. Huh? He he removes the, the restlessness. He calms your fears. And give you a quiet peace. Isaiah 51 4 also says, I like this, listen to me. He said, Look at this, is, this is how you have a better year. Listen to me. Wow. I was looking at these verses and I, I just said, I can just stop right there. You, you, you told your child, Boy, will you please listen to me? When are you going to listen to me? my people, and give ear to me, O my nation, for the law will proceed from me, and I will make my justice rest as a light of the peoples. Beloved, do not expect to be of the same mind while listening to the voices of the media the voices don't expect to be of the same mind and that's why you can come to the church house and our thinking is so different and divided and out of sync because those devices entities interfere with harmony and unity we give credence to media outlets and talk shows and opinions of pundits and influential people and allowing your life to be ruled by politicians rather than the word of God. You can be so saturated with the opinions of commentators that their competing voices drown out the voice of God out of your life, which results in Confusion of thinking, it results in spiritual dullness, spiritual dryness, and spiritual regression. Everybody's talking, but some of this talk we're hearing, most of which, has no substance, no content, and especially no spirituality. And a lot of it's not even true. Number five. Ministering to your mind? Believers minister to their mind by meditating on the scriptures. Believers minister to their minds by meditating on the scriptures. Psalms number one, verse two says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law, he meditates day and night. Now, to get to day and night meditation, you got to screen a whole lot of stuff out of your life. (laughs) You can't read one verse of Scripture and say, that's it for the day. A little dab is not going to do you. Day and night means you've got to screen some things out of your life. Weed some things, weed some things, brother, out of your life. Beloved, if you are not intentional about reading and meditating on, on God's Word, you do yourself a spiritual disservice, leaving your mind, soul, and spirit spiritually malnourished. A deficiency of the word leave your soul starved, weak, your spiritual life anemic, all of which has negative impact on your thinking. However, when you meditate on the law of God day and night, you know what it does? It uplifts a depressed mind. It soothes your doubts calms your fears and gives rest to a soul when you allow it to be priority in your life. Furthermore, when you delight in the law of the Lord, it brings joy. When you delight in the law of the Lord, it brings pleasure. When you delight in the law of the Lord, it brings gladness of heart, which is so soothing to the mind. The word of God is spiritually medicinal. It is therapeutic, and it's the best thing you could do. It's the best remedy for your mind. Number six, believers must think on good things. This is how you minister to your mind. You minister to your mind by thinking on good things. Philippians 4, 8 is one of the supreme scriptures on that. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. A healthy mind, A healthy, sound, spiritual mind refuses to meditate on negative and unspiritual things that affects our mental state. Some of you spend all your time on things that's not healthy for the mind, and you wonder, why is your mind out of order? This is why it is so critical that we meditate on things that will edify the mind, that will build up the mind and are spiritual therapeutic to the mind. You would be wise indeed if you use Philippians 4:8 as spiritual medicine to maintain a healthy, well-balanced spiritual mind. Philippians 4:8 is so critical for a well-balanced, healthy mind. Number seven, believers guard their minds when they refuse to allow worry to take it captive. Believers guard their minds when they refuse to allow worry to take it captive. Philippians 4.6a, Philippians 4.6a says, don't worry about anything, anything. Now, beloved, this is not a suggestion. This is a command because worry is a sin. Do you not know to worry is a sin? You say, why is it a sin? Because it it puts on display your lack of trust in God, our lack of trust in God. How many, if I were to ask in here how many of you have worried, all the hands should go up because you're lying if you said you never worried. (laughs) Let me just go on there. How many of you ever worried? How many of you worried recently? Oh, yeah. How many of you worried last year? Some of you worried today, the first day. (laughs) The scripture says, don't worry about anything. You know what anything means? What? Anything. Beloved, this is not a suggestion, it is a command because worry is a sin. Worry is so destructive to the mind and absolutely nothing good comes from it. Satan uses worry as one of his primary tools to wreak havoc in the lives of believers. What makes worry so destructive? What makes it, One of our New Year's commitments could be, I'm predetermined to do less worrying this year and more trusting God to work things out on my behalf this year. What a wonderful uh, New Year's spiritual goal. What makes worry so destructive? Well, A, worry shifts our our focus from God to our circumstances. And when you fix your, your mind on circumstances instead of God, you will worry because your circumstances will overwhelm you. B, worry steals your peace, your peace. And when you don't have peace, you can't sleep when you don't have peace. You can't, you're miserable. You make everybody else miserable around you. When you're not, you peace. You're negative. When you don't have peace, you're a troublemaker. When you, when you have peace, you are always starting stuff. Lack of peace. See, worry steals your joy. You're a joyless saint. Your joy, you can't sing with joy. We said, oh, we said, uh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and you barely uh, act as if Emmanuel is in your life. And yet, the game can come on for many of you, and you're screaming at the television, and they can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> Where is the joy? Where is the joy? It still your joy. When your joy is gone, then you become a joy killer to others. You're a perpetual thief, stealing the folk joy. You, you don't have joy and you don't want anybody else to have it, and you nickpick. D: What makes worry so destructive? It produces unnecessary anxiety. You know what worry does? It burdens you. It's a weight. Uh, you know what worry does? It fills your life with unnecessary pressure. It pressurizes you. You know what it does? It puts you in slavery. It enslaves you. Worry holds you captive. You're in a self-made prison. E. Worry brings a negative physical aspect on your body and even death. Worry gives you migraines. Worry raises your blood pressure. Worry Causes your stomach to churn. Worry causes you to depend on more medicine. You have to visit the medicine cabinet more and more. It makes you sick. It didn't even kill you. Some people have worried themselves to death over their children. They have worried themselves to death over their grandchildren. When are you going to accept the things you cannot change? When are you going to surrender those hardships and trials to Jesus and say, God, this is bigger than me, but not bigger than you? And I'm going to just release it, let you have it, and I'm going to live my life. You worry. And some of you worry about things that God has already worked out. You're worried about something, and then down the line, you find God worked it out so uniquely. Now you feel guilty that you were worried. Because, you, because God had it fixed, and now you're embarrassed before God instead of trusting him. Worry brings a negative physical effect on the body and even death. How do we eliminate worry? How do we eliminate worry? We eliminate worry by praying. The more we pray, the less we worry. Increase your prayer life will extinguish worry Uh, how do we eliminate worry focus and hold on to the promises of god in his word focus and hold on to the promises of god in his word let me just give you a few i could give you about 25 of them but that's unnecessary i'll just give you four to hold on to and you can research other passages for yourself here's a few scriptures to guard against worry Here's a few medicinal scriptures to help you with not worrying. Colossians 315 says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Uh, First Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. What won't you rest in that one? Isaiah twenty-six three says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you that will help you with worry. And John 14, 27, which says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. If you, listen, there are 50 more scriptures we could call. But if you just executed those four, you'll be in good shape going forth in this brand new year. How do we eliminate worry? Refuse to receive negativity. I declare some of the most negative people could be in your family, could be in the church, could be in the workplace. There are some people you can never satisfy. I mean, they'll never say what's right. They always find out what's wrong. I mean, don't. And when it's about you and you know it's not true, don't receive it. Don't receive. I've said sometimes. You know, I've heard some negative. he said, I said, uh, oh negative. I said I don't receive it, and and I'm not going to take it in. I'm not going to ingest it. I'm not going to ingest it. I'm not going to ingest it. I'm not going to receive it. I'm not going to take that in. That's not good for me. It's not good for my body. It's not good for my family. It's not good for my day. It's not good for my life. So, so please, uh, uh, bring me some good news. I don't need any neg- negativity. Life is hard enough. What news are you bearing? Some folk are bad news coming. D, remember that the same God who delivered you from past trials will preserve you in the present ones, that, that helps you not to worry. That's how you eliminate. This is how you eliminate worry. Remember that the same God who deliver. How many of you have? How many of you seen God deliver and work miracles? out of some tight spots in your life and you didn't know how it was going to work out but God miraculously, supernaturally worked it out like only he can. How many, do I have a witness in here? You've seen God work. You know God work and you can't give the credit to nobody but God and God alone. Remember that the same God, say same God, Oh, you don't say it. You, you're not saying it like you mean it. Say same God. Same oh, you're not saying it like you mean it say same God. same God. I declare today you must remember that the same God who delivered you from past trials will preserve you in the present ones. In the present
1: ones. There is an old gospel song that says, Be not dismayed, whatever betides. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, through every day or all the way, God will take care of you. Therefore, we have no need to fear, even through trials, tribulations, and the troubles of this world. We must exercise the priority of possessing the mind of Christ. Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit maranathasa.org, where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109.